Welcome to the Four Initiative Podcast, where we believe that in knowing God through Christ, we find our purpose. In Romans eleven thirty six, it says, For from Him, and through Him, and for Him are all things. When we align our lives to this truth, that we were created by Him, and through Him, and for Him, everything changes. See, your purpose and fulfillment is found in bringing glory to the one you were created for. We are in a series entitled Words to Live By. In this year of 2021, we are using each month to focus on a new word that teaches us the truth of Scripture and engages us in God's purpose for us. So we invite you, listen each week as we go to the Word of God together and allow it to impact our lives. We also encourage you, join with our Facebook group, Words to Live By. And this is a community of women learning and growing in their relationship with God and with each other. And so we're glad you're with us today. Let's jump into our Word of the Month. Welcome to the last devotional of Words to Live By for the year. We are on week four of choosing to live by the word redeem. Today we are going to be talking about your redemption story. Do you ever feel too ordinary for God to use in a special way? I have felt that way often in life, but I read over and over in scripture how God chose to use the most ordinary people to do his extraordinary work. This month, you have read and studied the redemption stories of the prostitute Rahab, the lowly outsider who is poor in her society, Ruth, and a man most of you have never heard of before, Zerubbabel. These were ordinary people that God used to bring about his extraordinary plan of redemption. All three of them are named in the genealogy of Jesus Christ found in Matthew 1. And finally today, I'm going to read through that entire chapter and you listen for their names. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac, the father of Jacob, Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah, the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez, the father of Hezron, Hezron, the father of Ram, Ram, the father of Amminadab, Amminadab, the father of Nashon, Nashon, the father of Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obad whose mother was Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife, Solomon the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Jehoram, Jehoram the father of Uzziah, Uzziah the father of Jotham, Jotham, the father of Ahaz, Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, Manasseh, the father of Amon, Amon, the father of Josiah, and Josiah, the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shiltiel, Shiltiel, the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, the father of Abihud, 
Abihud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azer, Azer the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, Achim the father of Elihud, Elihud the father of Eliezer, Eliezer the father of Matthan, Matthan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Thus there were fourteen generations in all from Abraham to David, fourteen from David to the exile to Babylon, and fourteen from the exile to the Messiah. Matthew 1, 1-17 I only covered three ordinary people that God used to bring about his ultimate redemption plan through Jesus, but you can see there are many more mentioned in those verses. Out of the three, Rahab, Ruth, and Zerubbabel, think about which one you most identify with. Let me encourage you that if God chose to use ordinary people like them, then he can use you. You just have to be willing and surrendered to him and his perfect plan for your life. As you close out this last week of the year living by the word redeem, I want to take you to the last part of Matthew chapter 1 to read how your redemption through Jesus came to be. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Matthew 1, 18-25 Those verses show the faith and obedience Joseph and Mary displayed in God's plan for their redemption. Joseph had Mary's best interest in mind when he heard she was pregnant and he decided to quietly dissolve his relationship with her until the angel of God appeared to him in a dream. Notice a few specific things the angel said. First, he addressed Joseph by name and reminds him he is the son of David, which was very significant. Being in the line of David reminded Joseph that God chose the youngest of the family, a simple shepherd boy named David, to be what many considered the greatest king in Israel and the line through which Jesus would be born. Joseph was just a simple carpenter, but God chose him to be the father of the king of the universe, Jesus Christ. Second, the angel tells Joseph, Don't be afraid. 
I'm sure Joseph was struggling with fear of what could happen to Mary and himself. Not only could their family names be disgraced, according to that culture, if people found out Mary was pregnant and Joseph was not the father, Mary could be killed. The angel spoke against any fear Joseph had by revealing God's perfect plan of redemption. This baby was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Joseph is told to give him the name Jesus. Jesus means Savior. This word Savior closely aligns with the name Redeemer. Often, Christians today will refer to Jesus as their Redeemer because he saved and rescued them from their punishment for sin. Everything the angel told Joseph was the fulfillment of a prophecy given by Isaiah in the Old Testament, and you find that prophecy in Isaiah 7:14. When Joseph awoke from his dream, he could have thought that this was all crazy nonsense, but he didn't. He believed every word the angel told him and did exactly as he was told. Joseph and Mary's faith and obedience brought about the birth of their Redeemer, Jesus Christ. It didn't stop there. That was only the beginning. After Jesus was born and raised by Joseph and Mary, at the age of 12, he was found teaching in the temple, his father's house. He started his earthly ministry by calling 12 disciples to follow him when he was 30 years old. And at the age of 33, the time came for him to bring about your ultimate redemption through his death and resurrection. Why was Jesus the only one who could redeem you from sin? Because he is holy. Jesus is God's perfect son and his holiness sets him apart from this world. Jesus was the perfect spotless lamb of God who took all your sin on himself when he died on the cross. He bore your punishment to rescue you from hell and separation from God forever. Galatians 3, 13-14 tell of Jesus becoming a curse for you in order to redeem you. It says Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Jesus Christ so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Galatians 3, 13-14 Jesus did this because he loved you. 1 Peter 1, 18-21 Tell that redemption was bought for you through the blood of Jesus. The verses say, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. 1 Peter 1, 18-21 That last verse tells you what your response should be. Believe in God. God raised Jesus from the dead and glorified him. Now that you know this, let it lead you before Jesus with a heart of repentance and confession over your sin. 
Put your faith and hope in Jesus Christ to be redeemed, to be set free, to be rescued, to be bought back from your sin. Your redemption through Jesus brings your greatest reward of eternity with God. God used ordinary people to bring about his extraordinary plan. Charles Spurgeon, an enduring word commentary, said, Jesus is heir of a line in which flows the blood of the prostitute Rahab and of the rustic Ruth. He is akin to the fallen and to the lowly, and he will show his love even to the poorest and most obscure. Follower of Jesus, don't ever think you are too ordinary for God to use. Ordinary people are the ones God is looking for to do his extraordinary work. 1 Corinthians 1, 26-23 says, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. Friend, start off your new year boasting always of your Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Lamentations 3, 57 through 58 say, You came near when I called you, and you said, Do not fear. You, Lord, took up my case, you redeemed my life. I want to close out this year by saying thank you for joining me every week of 2021 as we have chosen to live by 12 different words throughout the year. Thank you for making the word of God a priority in your life. Thank you, friend, for following Jesus with me. Let me pray a prayer of blessing over you for this new year. Father God, I want to start off by saying thank you again for being our Redeemer, for rescuing us from the punishment of our sin. God, as we go into this new year, would you help us always to boast of you, Jesus, to witness of you, to share you with those in our lives. God, help us to live with a bold, courageous faith. And I pray your blessing of favor and protection over each of my friends who are listening in this new year. God, may we live it all for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You have been listening to the Four Initiative Podcast. We hope that you have been encouraged today to know Jesus and find your purpose in living for him. If you'd like to go deeper with our study, you can connect with us at our Facebook group, Words to Live By. We encourage you even to send us a message and check out some more resources at www.forinitiative.com.